Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week thus far um, towards the holidays. Uh, hopefully, everyone is staying safe, uh, doing your holiday shopping, um, as per usual this time of year, um, and watching the chats, right, even though it's been very tough to do so uh, over the past couple of months. Um, the Jets... Uh, fall to four and eight on the season after dropping their game against the Atlanta Falcons, um, who I believe lead the NFC South now with a record of six and six. Uh, I believe they were leading actually with a record of five and six, which is even more impressive <laughs> or unimpressive. You could go the other way with that, but um, you know, I, I it, it's really hard to expect things from this team right now, positive outputs from you know many units on the team. I mean, the defense has been on the field for so many. So many, you know, like, just so long, right? For, just for so long. I, I mean, they're, they're logging so many minutes on the field, and it's so tough for them to get in rhythm um, when they're so tired towards the end of the game, right? And they still, they still come out and, like, dominate every game, and it's so impressive. It's wildly impressive. And, um, you know, guys like Sauce Gardner, Quentin Williams, C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, um, you know, guys just come to work every day, you know, these guys really aren't complaining, although this past week you could sense it's getting to them a bit, which is natural when you've been in the field for so long and your team has lost eight games, uh, five in a row now, right? Um, so it's been very tough. The team started four and three. Um, they now drop to four and eight. So, I mean, it is very, very difficult um, to kind of, you know, gain any sort of optimism. This season has really been just a blunder in terms of, you know, obviously losing Aaron Rodgers. The first four snaps of the year isn't helping the cause whatsoever. Um, but, you know, the team's, you know, unwillingness to look ahead um, last offseason to try to get a backup quarterback for 39-year-old, uh, then 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers, who just turned 40 a couple of days ago, um, is criminal, right? I mean, Zach Wilson, obviously, um Having Zach as your backup quarterback, you have to experience some growing pains, some uh, mediocre QB play, less than mediocre QB play. Um, sometimes you wish for mediocre QB play. I feel like this team could have won um, two to three to four more games this year if they had, you know, um, QB play that would keep them in games and actually, you know, provide uh, a spark rather than, you know, kind of relying on your defense to get safeties and turnovers and stuff like that. It's always tough um, when you put your defense in a position. Luckily, this is a very good defense and a top three defense in the NFL, um, and that's factual per DVOA. Um, it's very tough to, you know, win games when your defense is constantly in a position of trying to get a stop and then trying to kind of push the agenda, they're trying to force a turnover um, because you know your offense is not, you know, they're not capable of driving 80, 85 yards down the field to score a touchdown, right? And I mean, they, this, I feel like this team has scored less than 10 touchdowns all year. Um, it's close to that, sadly. Um, but it's just been very, very, very hard to get anything going on offense. And this is probably the worst. I mean, this is definitely the worst offense I've ever seen in my uh, in my 23 years on this, on this earth, right? Uh, I haven't seen, you know anything close. Uh, Adam Gase, his offense, it runs laps around Nathaniel Hackett's offense right here. And, you know, it's not all on Hackett. I'm not blaming it all on the coaching staff. Um, Coach Sala, I think he's done actually a pretty good job of keeping this team in check. Obviously, 
the rumor uh, this past week, Zach uh, not wanting to start at quarterback uh, per the athletic Zach Rosenblatt and Diana Rossini kind of dropped the bombshell uh, on a random, it was like a Monday, uh, that, you know, Zach just didn't, you know, have any interest in playing um, for the Jets any longer and he wouldn't play when called upon. Um, you know, that kind of got poo-pooed over the last couple of days. Uh, Zach actually spoke today um, at around 5 p.m. Eastern and said, yeah, I'm playing. Uh, you know, it, he you know, the rumor is not true at all. Um, you know, you can't really expect them to say much else. So uh, it's hard to debunk a report there um, when the player you're talking to is the one being, you know, uh, kind of looked at as the one who is who is leaking it. But, um, you know, the Jets also re- released Tim Boyle. I've seen the um, I've seen the rumors and, you know, conspiracy theories that he was the leak. Who knows? Um, I don't know. They picked up Brett Ribbon. He's going to be the third quarterback this week the emergency QB with Trevor Simeon as the backup and Zach Wilson starting once again versus Houston Texans so I feel like we always record these podcasts and there's always a big news drop on a Wednesday Wednesday is always a big news drop day um but yeah I mean it'll be very interesting to see how Zach responds to being benched once again I mean this is like already like his third or fourth time in his career that he's been benched I, I feel like you know at this point it comes to a point where, you know, enough is enough, right? I think he's really going to try to air it out. Um, and he said today, he quoted, um, he was quoted saying, you know, this is going to be the most fun I'm ever going to have, right? And I feel like he's definitely um, at a point where he's just going to let it rip. I, I mean, there, there's really at this point genuinely nothing to lose. Like his career, you know, it's... It's still there for the taking, right? I mean, he's not, you know, I've seen the reports saying, you know, Rogers talked to him and, you know, sitting and not playing would be career suicide. You know, I mean, I I don't, I don't really have an opinion on it. Um, he's starting. So, I mean, that we could put that to bed. Um, but as of right now, I'm, you know, I'm running with, you know, Zach is going to kind of just air it out. We saw how many times Garrett Wilson was open in that Atlanta Falcons game. I mean, you saw it. It's not like he isn't open on every other play, right? I mean, he he is statistically um, one of the best receivers in the NFL, one-on-one coverage in separation, right? And I mean, it's not rocket science to say, okay, get this guy to post in single high and let it rip. Because, I mean, that is like... <laughs> it's come to a point where... You know, the Jets are running their receivers out there, you know, on air. And they're not throwing it to him because the quarterback doesn't have the ability to rip it downfield um, and, you know, just throw dimes, right? I mean, it's very tough for the Jets to get anything going as of late because their quarterback situation is so poor. It is like the poorest in the league. It's the poorest that really I've ever seen from a Jets positional standpoint. I mean, the Jets quarterback situation is abysmal. And I, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to come back in 2024, but you cannot you cannot roll with Zach Wilson as your backup again in 2024. I don't think he's even going to be here. Um, I've seen things saying, you know, release the guy, um, things of that nature. I like Zach. I, I think he's a good kid, and he seems like he is a cool guy. Um, but... I just don't feel that the Jets can go into next year with a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers and say, okay, we're going to roll with the same backup quarterback situation as we did last year. Um, it's not going to happen. I think they will go out and pick up a guy 
like a Gardner Minshew, like a Jameis Winston, um, just to really get him behind Rodgers to have that security because if, God forbid, Rodgers goes down again, um, you really don't want to roll in the next year with Trevor Simeon coming off the bench, right? I mean, that would be another lost year. That would be another um, year with all these guys on the rookie contract, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, AVT still on his rookie contract, coming back from injury. Um it would be horrible. I mean, if we just had another lost year here. So next year has to be the year, in my opinion, to make the playoffs. Um, and, you know, the Jets have to take full advantage of, you know, their cap situation. They aren't in cap hell, right? They could sign a couple players this offseason. Um, I feel like I'm rambling on about the offseason when I'm supposed to be uh, previewing the Houston Texans game here. But we will get to that in a quick second. Um, but, yeah, overall, the Jets have, have a decent situation heading into the offseason. A few re-signees that they probably have to get done. Um, but we will definitely touch more on that as the season progresses. And, you know, who knows? Do we win a couple more games? And, you know, are we talking about in the hunt at 9-8? and eight? I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, winning out would be astronomical. And I'm, I'm, even, I'm not even sure you make the playoffs at 9-8. and eight. I, You probably don't, actually, in the AFC. So the Jets are probably as close as getting eliminated from playoff contention as you could be. Um, but at this point, you know, I'll take anything. I just want touchdowns. In terms of, you know, winning games, losing games, what am I rooting for? It's so hard these days to root for losses, man. I mean, we've been through so much. I just want to, see, I just want to see points scored. I'm so over it. Like I'm so over the draft. I'm so over, you know, rooting for losses and you know, looking at, you know, the draft order and it's just exhausting. So I'm just really hoping that we can, you know, just win a few games here just to get just to get some excitement. Uh, I mean, I know most people are probably rooting for losses at this point. It's just so hard for me to do so. I mean, it, you know, Aaron Rodgers being here, you know, all these players on rookie contracts, you know, statistical analysis. It's just it's very hard to root for losses these days. But who knows? I mean, if the Jets lose the next four games and they have two games left, I'll probably root for losses. But at this point, I just want to see anything on offense to get excited. I, I mean, it's, it's been very rough this season. Very, very rough. It's just a complete waste of a football season. So I'm hoping to see something out of this team uh, moving forward. But getting into the Texans game, um, rookie phenom CJ Stroud comes to town at MetLife Stadium to take on former number two overall pick Zach Wilson. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Jets defense responds with a young CJ Stroud under center. I feel like the Jets fair okay against rookie quarterbacks, right? I mean, CJ has been a beast this season. I mean, the guy has literally reinvented the term of rookie quarterback because I don't think we've seen a rookie quarterback perform at this level. I really don't know since was Peyton Manning that good. I really don't even know in his rookie year, right? I mean, he was, um, but CJ Stroud is just on another level. The kid is dynamic. He, 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 he could do really everything. I mean, he has a brilliant arm. Um, he could run around a little bit as well. Great on the play action. Um, he is definitely a guy who you build around, who you, you know, show to potential free agents and be like, yeah, this is who's going to be throwing you the football, right? I mean, it's just, they have a pretty good support system over there as well. That offensive line is pretty good. Um, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce at running back with Nico Collins um, as their prime receiver there. Tank Dell unfortunately went down. Um, I believe it was a broken tibular fibula. I'm not sure which bone that was, but um, he's going to probably be out for the season. So, um, you know, the Jets match up actually quite well, I think, with the receivers. Nico Collins versus Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed will be interesting because I feel like the Jets haven't gone up against many tall receivers like that this year. Um, and Nico Collins presents a pretty unique uh, unique test for Sauce Gardner, so I'm interested to see how they two match up. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, overall, their offense is pretty good. Um, they have Dalton Schultz, a tight end as well. Um, their defense, you know, I mean, the coaches over there do a great job um, getting those guys ready to play. Um, and it's it's always interesting to me when former, you know, 49ers defensive coordinators, uh, as in Salah, um, you know, go to different teams. And um, I know D'Amico Ryans has been doing – um, a really good job over there. So shout out to Miko and shout out to Robert. I know they're pretty close friends. They talked in a press conference about each other um, a couple days ago. So I'm interested to see how those two guys match up. Um, but hopefully Salah can get his number in this one. I feel like uh, the Jets actually match up quite well, to be honest with you. Their defense is pretty good. Um, they have some pre- premier players. Will Anderson, who they just drafted third overall. Um, last year, they have some pretty good players there. Former Jet Blake Cashman, who's actually putting together a pretty good season at middle linebacker. Um, the injury-prone, once injury-prone Blake uh, Blake Cashman has been um, a pretty good player for Houston. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the puzzle pieces match up here. Um, the Jets are in a spot where four and eight again, nothing to really lose. So do they just let Zach air it out, similar to the Chiefs game? Who knows? I mean, I feel like I feel like the Jets really don't have anything to hide. Uh, in terms of Zach Wilson at this point, I feel like they were a little more hesitant to just throw him out there because um, they kind of felt like, is he ready? Is he, you know, is he ready to throw deep? Is he ready to audible call these plays? Regardless at this point, if he's ready or not, is he going to be on the team next year? If that's even in question, I think you just got to let the kid rip it because at that point, if he does do well, um, then you have something. If he doesn't, then you know you don't, right? So I feel like at this point, the Jets should just let him go out there do his thing um, and kind of just, you know, toss the football to Garrett Wilson 20, 25 times and see what happens because I'm ready for it. (laughs) And I think you guys probably are too. Um, So with that said, that's about 14 minutes of Jets goodness um, or badness. (laughs) I, you know, it can go either way again. Um, But with that said, uh, if you guys can follow me on Instagram at New York Jets game plan, Twitter at New York Jets game plan um, and on uh, threads as well. Uh, same tagline there. Um, and X replaces Twitter uh, now as well. I still have to get used to that. So all the socials plugged there. Um, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week. We will be recapping the Texans game next Wednesday. Um, and, you know, uh, trying to get podcasts out again every week. You guys seem to really enjoy them. So I will keep pumping content out on both here and the Insta. And I will see you guys next week around the same time for another one of these.